This episode of the Lunch Break Podcast is brought to you by the sales developers. They believe that outbound sales requires a consistent commitment to the process, and they understand the tedious and time-consuming task of sourcing, hiring, and onboarding new sales talent. Besides providing premium quality contact data, outbound prospecting services, and expert consulting to consistently fill your sales buckets, they have built the ultimate sales enablement tool, Uplevel. It lets you uplevel your skills by managing all of your playbooks and scripts in one place. Still writing your favorite opening lines on sticky notes? Are your training and guides in a hundred different folders? Do you wish you had a way to develop a playbook to actually enable your team? With Uplevel, you can easily do it all. Whether you're a rep or a leader, your job just got a whole lot easier. Start for free today and you can go to thesalesdevelopers.com backslash Uplevel. You are now tuned into the Lunch Break Podcast, where true sales pros go to tell their stories. This is episode 32 of the Lunch Break Podcast, where true sales pros go to tell their stories. My name is James Bodden, and today's guest is Brandon Bornanson, CEO and founder of Seamless.ai. Look, this episode is so chock full of value. Brandon takes us through his journey from an 18-year-old entrepreneur seeing massive success in an industry that then a few years later completely went non-existent, how he climbed back from that failure and that knockdown to more success, becoming an individual contributor for massive companies like Google and IBM, and we dive into how he used Seamless.ai to make himself a millionaire salesperson and how that experience has invigorated him in his new mission of positively impacting over 1 billion people by providing them with the world's best sales leads via Seamless.ai. This episode is part lesson, part story, part conversation with somebody who is extremely passionate about what he does, and I can't wait for you guys to listen to it, but if you don't have the time to listen to the entire amazing episode right now, I am going to serve up a snack break sales tip from Brandon Bornanson. Take a listen. This is easy. I I believe to... to like we've got a seven figure sales system and uh, because I'm obsessed, I, I want as many salespeople to generate a hundred thousand dollars in sales commissions in one month. Like I did, I want them to become a, a million dollar sales producer. It takes a lot of hard work. Like I believe it comes down to four things, leads, like figure out the million dollar sales math. So what is, if I want to make a million dollars in sales, not selling a million dollars worth of product or service, I'm talking about income W2. Yep. What, what do you need to make? So put a million dollars on the top of your Excel sheet. Then put the average commission. So let's just say if it's, if it's $100,000, that means you need to sell 10 deals. Yep. Okay. And then how many leads 
does it take to book the appointments to book the deals? So I would take the deals and then what's your, your conversion rate from close one to meeting held? What's your conversion rate from meeting held to meeting booked? And then how many leads does it take to get the meeting booked to meeting held to, to closed one? So figure out the million dollar math and identify how many leads that you need every single day to generate a million dollars. What I did to make over a million dollars a year in sales was I multiplied it by five. Mm. So if it told me I needed to prospect 50 people a day, I was prospecting 250 leads a day. So if it said yeah. research 50 leads a day and prospect 50 leads, I was like, okay, I'm going to multiply it by five. I have to do 250 a day. And then, to, so now you've got the lists. You've got the list to hit your million dollar math. I, I truly believe we underestimate everything. The math, everything underestimates everything by three to five X. Yeah. So like, okay, multiply it by five, done. Research all of those lists, build those lead lists every single day, fill the funnel. Second is content. You have to write out all of your content in advance. Your call scripts, your voicemail scripts, your email scripts, your social selling scripts, your video scripts, your objection handling scripts. I'm not interested. No budget. I need to talk to someone. Send me more information. Call me back later. It's not a good time. Already working with someone. It's too expensive. Yeah, I'm not the right person. Awesome. In a Google Doc, write out all of your call scripts, your voicemail scripts, your email scripts, your social scripts, your video scripts, your text scripts, your sales objection scripts, your follow-up scripts and become obsessed with writing the best copy for those scripts as humanly possible. I wrote 12 books on this called The Seven Figure Sales System. If you go to Amazon, you can buy all the books. Mm. I, do it on your own, like write out the scripts. So you need the lists, then you need the content, and then you need the activity. Yep. Shut the f up, stop <laughs> making excuses, and execute, execute, execute. A great, valuable, actionable sales tip from Brandon Bornanson. So if you can't listen to the entire episode, at least you're walking away right now with a great piece of value. Come back when you can, listen to the full episode. And if you're sticking with me, I'm guessing that you have at least a minute to spare. So before we go on this ride with Brandon, I am going to take a moment to introduce Keith Cordero, the mindful sales rep, for another installment of the Mindful Minute. Hey everyone, this is Keith Cordero with another Mindful Minute brought to you by the Mindful Sales Rep. This week, let's continue our deep dive into the Noble Eightfold Path with the third step, right speech. This refers to refraining from lying or using divisive, harsh, or meaningless speech. The Buddha taught that when we learn to be more disciplined with our words, we find ourselves becoming better people. So how does this relate to sales? Well, hopefully, we can all agree that being compassionate to our customers' needs and challenges while offering honest insight and appropriate solutions to those challenges is best practice in today's modern world of business. But refraining from meaningless speech is a bit trickier. Even the most empathetic sales reps can fill silence in a conversation with meaningless chatter, which can have the tendency to negatively impact the sales process. So next time you find yourself tempted to say something during a break in a conversation, stay silent a bit longer and really think about what the person just said. Then repeat back what they said in your own words and ask if you understand correctly. This practice will help you develop better listening habits and help you be more selective and impactful with the words you do use. Okay, well, the time is now. Episode 32 with Brandon Bornanson. All right, everybody. 
episode 32 of the Lunch Break podcast has an incredibly special guest. Brandon Bornanson is here, CEO, founder of Seamless.ai. This man is a machine. I, I remember the first time I saw Brandon. I didn't realize it was the first time I saw Brandon until we connected on LinkedIn. But the first time that I saw any sort of content that had Brandon in it was actually a Grant Cardone video. And Shit, you saw was, that, huh? Yeah, dude. And he, you were sitting in his office and just talking about how you took his mindset and like just killed it. Like you were an individual contributor. You were out there like crushing quota, making tons of money, like just being a sales guy. Right. And then, so I saw that video way before I met you. And then dude, that's funny. You, there's not a lot of people that know that story either. Oh, dude, it's crazy, dude. And so, yeah. So when I met you, I was like, Oh shit, here's this guy. And now he's got his own business and now he's doing his own thing. And so it was just really cool to kind of put those two things together. And, and now to have you on uh, the podcast, it's absolutely amazing, man. So thanks for taking the time to come on. Yeah, dude. So, so there, there's a crazy backstory with that. You want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll make it quick. So, you know, I've always been, um, you know, I love all the sales authors, but, but personally in my life, I've always, always been, keep rolling. Um, I've always been a guy that would go 10, 20, 30 X than my friends. I'd go fucking all out in anything that I do. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to go hard as hell. And the great news about that was like, I, I was able to launch a company when I was 18 that did one, three, six million, over 10 million in sales from freshman, sophomore, junior year in college. Then I lost, launched a second company once that market crashed and like lost millions. Yep. And like ever since I was 18, I've been going all out in whatever I do. But I always felt so fucking weird. Like my family would criticize me. My friends would criticize me. Like I felt like, why do I love what I'm all in on? And I go all out and then like, I look like I'm weird because I'm not doing these things that other people are doing. I don't give a shit about watching the news. I don't give a shit about watching sports. Now some sports like LeBron comes to the Cavs and I'm from yeah, Cleveland. Yeah. I'm watching that shit. Yeah. But like, I don't waste a Saturday or a Sunday the whole day watching sports when I could be working and making money and possibly impacting billions of people. Right. So like I would go all in on building these companies and I just always got so criticized by people for working so hard and loving the hustle and loving going all out for your goals and dreams. Yeah. And then when I was 25, 26, I came across because I, I, I bought every sales book. Uh, the reason for my, my book, Sales Secrets from the Top 1%, which we interviewed you for, James, was I read over 150 sales books, was able to 10x my income, become a millionaire in sales because I had Seamless.ai, world's best sales leads, plus this training from the world's best sales authors and experts that I could level up to the next level. There was one guy that made me not feel like a fucking leopard, <laughs> and that was Grant Cardone. Yeah. Literally, when I read about seller be sold and the 10x rule, it was like, this is a guy who's me, who's like, like his mindset is the same as mine. Mm -hmm. Now, like where we differ, I don't agree with, uh, I don't give a shit about materialism things. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, he's all in on that. 
I'm not like, I want to positively impact a billion people. And that's what I'm all in on for, but learning from him and connecting with him. And then like, you know, I, I came across his content when he only wrote automobile sales books. <laughs> yeah, man. No one fucking knew yeah. that he existed. <laughs> and I bought every sales book on planet earth that I had to go into these verticals looking for these nuggets that no one even knew existed. So I was like, okay, I'll go into, I'll go into insurance. I'll go into automobiles and I'm trying, I'm selling multi-million dollar deals at IBM and Google. And I'm looking at all these other industries and strategies to figure out what nugget, yeah. what, what's one thing that I could pull out of the book that could make me a multimillionaire. Yeah. So when I read the automotive closes of Grant Cardone, when no one knew he existed, yeah. I'm reading this shit and it's like, it's too expensive. No budget already working with some, send me more. I'm like, the stuff that you tell a car dealer is the same shit that you hear when you're pitching a 10, 15, $20 million deal to oh, Microsoft, same. Google, Adobe, Autodesk, uh, Oracle, Tableau. I was in these deals where I'm, uh, I'm pitching tens of millions of dollars in, in, in opportunities and I'd hear this stuff and none of my colleagues, my VP of biz dev, my chief revenue officer, they, they weren't trained to be able to easily overcome it. Yeah. So then I studied what he did, applied it to B2B enterprise sales, along with the other 150 sales authors, Jill Conrath, Trish Petruzzi, Keith Rosen, um, all the, the best out there. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hunter, you know, Mark Rubbers, like uh, Aaron Ross, like read it all, then applied it all and uh, 10x my income. But he had a big influence on me to make me realize like it's not weird to go all out for your goals and dreams. And um, he did a really good job. Uh, I always believed sales was the fucking lifeblood of everything. Yeah. Literally, like the fact that companies, companies cherish their salespeople, but that company will die without salespeople. You need to fucking cherish your salespeople. And the people that don't cherish the salespeople need to get fired. Yep. Because 20 engineers can build whatever cool ass product that they want to build. Yeah. There's tens of thousands of startups that are failing every single day because they are not being able to get sold to people in large enough quantities at the masses, at the prices that they need to, to be successful. You subscribe to PitchBook, you subscribe to Crunchbase every day. Hundreds of companies are going out of business yeah. because you cannot sell it fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that was kind of always a foundational thing of Grant, right? There's nothing, nothing happens without sales. And yeah. I had a very similar path to Grant. I was looking for knowledge and, uh, you know, anywhere. So yeah, I remember kind of following him and finding him when he was doing, you know, those YouTube videos of him doing those automotive trainings with that God awful haircut he had back in the day. And, yeah. Um, it was just yeah. to, so, you know, obviously, and that makes complete sense because your passion made you feel different than other people coming up. And, and I think to, to see somebody like him who if you know his story is kind of the same way, you know, it's like he was always kind of like an outcast. He never really felt like he was um, accepted and always felt a little different because of the way that he thought about things. And then to be able to align yourself with somebody like that is really powerful. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. So my dad, um, you know, my, my family was poor. My, my mom worked at a grocery store and a bank. My dad worked at, uh, at, Macy's. So my dad sold computers 
uh, the first Apple computers and the first PCs at yeah. fucking Macy's. And it was called something else. I forget what it was called. Like Macklemore, like <laughs> it was a different name, like yeah. decades ago. And then they yeah. changed it to Macy's. Yeah. But my dad worked construction on the weekends. Then he sold these computers at Macy's. He's fucking selling a, a, a PC an Apple one and two computers, a sales guy at computer associates technologies walks up to him, thought he did such a good job selling the computers at the retail store, gives him an internship to join computer associates. He goes from internship. Literally he had, he had to fly from Ohio to New York. He was in New York Monday through Friday. So he'd leave Sunday evening hustle from Sunday to Friday Get in Friday at 7 or 8 p.m. Dude, when I was a kid, I was fucking crying all the time because yeah. I never saw my dad. My dad was gone for a decade of my life, Monday through Friday, selling. But what he did do was he went from sales intern to sales analyst to sales associate to inside sales associate to outside sales associate to top account executive from account executive to regional vice president, then to vice president of sales and took computer associates, which is now CA Technologies, to the first company to do over a billion dollars in software sales. Yeah. But that taught me it fucking was a terrible childhood because like my dad was never around. But when he was around, he taught me like, you go after all your goals and dreams, you go all out. He didn't have a college degree, dude. And he built the first software company yeah. to do a billion dollars in sales. And my family went from super poor to super rich. Yeah. So I knew at a young age, I'm getting into sales. I'm going all in on sales. I'm going to fucking crush sales. I got to master this. My dad's driving all the brand new cars. We bought like the mansions that were next to all the ca uh, the Cavaliers and Browns players. Yeah. yeah. And I see that. Life changing. That's a brag. I see it like rags to riches because of sales. Yeah. And like if my dad with no college degree can take a company from startup to a billion dollars in software sales and go from poor to rich with no college degree, a construction background, fucking anyone can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I went to a, a college that had a sales school. It was, I, I killed three birds with one stone. And I don't talk about this a lot because some people yeah. look down on it, but it had the number one business school in Ohio. It had the number one sales school in Ohio and it was ranked number one party school, Ohio University at the time. Yes. So I'm like, fuck, dude, three birds, one stone. That's like yeah, Pareto's man. law. That's like the 80-20 rule on steroids. I'm going all in. <laughs> so uh, Winto, you got lucky, you know, launched that first company that did well, yeah. uh, 10 million in sales over the next three years. And, and then, you know, they made it on uh, online gambling illegal in the U.S., Mm -hmm. So, um, I was, out. Yep. yeah, so I was doing, um, sales and marketing for the online gambling industry, recruiting people to join those sites. Then we will launch the second company called InMobile. and in mobile, we invested millions of dollars into it. It was text message software. So this was mm -hmm. before iPhones existed. Yeah. This yeah. was flip phones. And I'm like, in 2007, I'm like flip phones, text message marketing. You're going to get ads. You're going to have a one-to-one -one relationship with your customers and users. Yeah. It's going to be the future. And uh, we poured millions into it. We knew nothing about B2B sales. So we failed because we couldn't build the lists to sell to all these companies. Like, dude, in college, we were ju juniors, seniors going into it now. We had no idea about sales leads, sales lists, how to find companies, how to find contacts, yeah. how to get their emails, phone numbers. So we didn't have the lists and we didn't know how the sales system to pitch and close yeah. and what to say and how to say it. So over the course of three years, it was the worst three years of my life. 
I lost everything I made. And, um, you know, it, it even caused me to where like, I had such a like tens of thousands of dollars negative balance at Chase. Like I had to steal food to, to eat out of like my office space. Mm. Um, it was terrible. It was like the, the lowest of the lowest I've ever been. And this but, is after you had been kind of wildly successful. Yeah. yeah. But, but one, of the, the, one of the biggest problems with, with after being wildly successful is you become an egotistical fucking dick. <laughs> so, so like I became this guy, like, you know, I had like multiple Mercedes cars. I had How the massive house. You were what, like 19 what yeah this was 18 19 20 yeah, 21 dude, like everybody's a you know i mean it just magnifies what every 18 19 20 year old wants to do but keep going I'm yeah exactly exactly so you know and, and i'll switch to my headset just so we don't get any feedback but when, when i did that oh actually no we're rolling here too um so so yeah like i was super young anyone that that's that young that has that type of success is going to get egotistical. So I didn't listen to advice from advisors, from like VCs, from people that have built wildly successful companies. They're, they're like, work out of your dorm room, your house. Like I got a house, so it wasn't my dorm room, but work out of your house. Don't get office space. Don't worry about hiring a ton of people uh, and just find product market fit and sell, 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 sell. Mm -hmm. And I did the exact opposite. <laughs> I was like, I had this massive success where everyone on campus knew that I was this super rich, super successful entrepreneur at a young age. I'm like, I have to triple down on that. Yeah. So I got a 10th out, Jake, Mike, Blake, and I, who are my partners in Seamless Today, decade later, which yeah. is crazy. We'll go back to that. But we, we launched this company. We get 10,000 square foot office space. Then we hire three different PR firms tens of thousands of dollars a month. We're like, tell the world we're launching this company. Tell the world we're fucking gonna blow up. We're gonna be this big thing. And then we hire 30 college kids to work for us. Marketing, software development, uh, sales. Like we hired everyone at the school to, to work at our company. Yeah. And um, you know, we were bringing in virtually no sales. <laughs> so we did everything the advisor, the advisor told us no expenses, build the product, sell the product. We basically went all out on marketing and press, no product, no sales. And yep. then we finally built the product after a year, but we couldn't sell it to anyone because we didn't have the list or the system or the education. And it was an utter failure. I lost millions and I attributed it mainly to not listening to what other people have to say uh, and the sales lists and the sales system. So it was really threefold. Yeah, and that, that, yeah. that taught me to stay fucking hungry, humble, learn. I think that's why I try to read and learn from everyone so much because I got my ass kicked being the guy that thought I knew something like mm. there is someone every single second of every single day that knows something more about sales or has gone through a sales experience that you have not gone through that you can learn from and you have to try to take it all in. Yep. That's why I never like try to debate or fight with someone on LinkedIn who's talking about sales or an idea or a strategy. It's like fucking open your ears and try to listen like, oh, maybe if I tried that mm -hmm. and I didn't have a biased opinion, yeah. like don't have a biased opinion about anything. If you come into it open, feeling like you don't know anything and trying to learn and then execute the strategy and use data based on your execution of the strategy to see the results and then you optimize based off of that data, it's a game changer. Yeah, yeah. And I think, <clears throat> look, this is a, 
this is the thing that happens to a lot of salespeople. You have this success and you're killing it. And then it's almost like overnight, you get a couple of big, you know, commission checks. And then overnight, you're, you're not following the process. You're getting sloppy on the things that got you to where you, you know, uh, where you are now. And you immediately kind of lose track of, 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 you know, that humble attitude that you had beginning because you had nothing and you knew you needed to kind of grind it out and, and, and work as hard as you could. And, so, okay, so you've gone through this experience. Yeah, so, so I go through that experience. And this, will, yeah. this, this will loop back into the, the grant stuff. So I go through that experience and, then I, and I'm like, I got to get the hell out of mobile. We sold our company to a publicly traded company called Genesis. Um, massive communications, like call center company. Yep. Uh, we made like virtually no money. It was like, we need to open a New York office. You guys know what you're doing. You're young hustlers. We're going to hire you. And, and acquire your business and acquire your book. And then you're going to open up our New York office. It was like an aqua hire pretty yeah. much. Like yeah. we made tens of thousands of dollars on the deal, but not like the millions that we invested. So yeah. I market as a loss, huge learning experience. So then we, I, um, I have to go. My partners were still in college. So they still had a year left. They couldn't even wow. fucking do the deal with me. They're like, we're going to finish school. You go open the office in New York. I'm like, okay, done. I'm out. I have to convince my girlfriend who was brand new girlfriend at the time. Like, Hey, we're, we gotta go. We gotta fly to like, we gotta go to New York. I'll pay for everything. Come with me and just do whatever you want to do. Like, yeah. like chill, <laughs> relax, enjoy yeah. New York, whatever you want to do. I, I got it covered. Yeah. So uh, I opened up that office. It's another year of hell in mobile. I'll, I fucking hate mobile. I'll never do mobile again. And, um, <laughs> yeah. But I can't let the bias, like if the market goes to mobile, then yeah, I'll do right. mobile. Yeah, now yeah. mobile's hot. But, <laughs> you know, like I won't let my bias hold me back. But, uh, you know, so after that, I go to IBM Interactive and I start selling. IBM Interactive does like 10, 20, $30 million websites, social media marketing campaigns for like the largest Fortune 500 brands in the world. Mm -hmm. So at IBM Interactive, I got an MBA, fuck, a doctorate on how to pitch enterprise deals. Yeah. And these enterprise deals are all about like, you're not doing like 100, 300, 500 outbound calls, email, social touches. You're doing like 20 to 50 highly personalized, value-driven, strategic campaigns, calls, emails, social touches, videos, a lot of video, like a lot of ROI, a lot of research. Hey, I was researching your website. I noticed that your traffic's down 30%. You're doing XYZ. Looks like your conversions are off. Your competitors are using XY technologies. You should be doing this, that, that. Like it's a, a lot of gap selling. Yes. Like, hey, I see that you're here. I'm going to take you here and let's set up a, an appointment. I'll give you the action plan to get there. That's yep. enterprise multi-million dollar deal selling to get in the door. Um, and then I, I just crushed it. And my partner, Jake, who started in mobile, he joined IBM Interactive to do product development and recruited me from New York. And he's like, dude, you should do sales here. Got it. Fucking crush it. Yeah. So he joins IBM Interactive from in mobile after we all lost everything. He's like, dude, get your ass back to Ohio, do sales. This 500 person company, which is part of IBM, like we, we like, you'll sell the shit out of it compared to like the hell that we went through. Yeah. So I moved back, joined him at IBM. We crush it for the next three years just being aggressive, outbound, strategic, highly personalized prospectors and pitchers. Yep. Um, and then, then I had an opportunity to sell for Google and Google's easier than selling websites. 
Like selling <laughs> websites and social media, it's hard to quantify the ROI. Sure. If you give me a dollar, it's hard for me to tell you you're going to get three, five, seven back. Search marketing and search ads, fuck. It's, <laughs> it's almost like SDRs. If I hire an SDR, they will make X amount of calls, email, social touches, which will equate to Y, yep. which will equate to Z revenue. That's, yep. that's paid search. Paid yeah. search and SDRs are very similar In where way, you could yeah. highly quantifiable, highly trackable, and, and you can put an ROI to it. So I'm like, oh, I'll be able to sell Google 10 times faster than selling websites. Done. And then when I was selling for Google was when I built Seamless because I needed to find anyone that was spending any amount of money on Google ads. Yeah. So it was this search engine that would find all the companies that were spending the most on ads then it would find all the contacts that match these titles. So I was paying over $240,000 for Discover Oregon Zoom Info, no lie. And this is like, I'm not calling them out because I'm the CEO of Seamless.ai, but swear to God, I was at IBM. I was spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on Discover Oregon Zoom Info. They had 5% of the digital marketers that I needed to sell to at IBM Interactive and Google. Literally, yeah. like no fucking digital marketers. So I'm writing this massive check for my sales team and I, at IBM and Google to find all these people. They, they weren't in there. Yeah. And then like data.com had some of them, but data.com had like 10%. Yeah. Zoom Info and Discover Art had like 5%. We getting the full picture. Because it was all IT people, no marketers. I'm like, yeah. well, this is a waste of money. Um, and like my, 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 uh, ch my chairwoman, because IBM Interactive had, had a chairwoman, Nancy Kramer and Kelly Mooney, they're like, we just cut all this. We just wrote you this massive check. You're supposed to be like 5Xing sales right now. Your pipeline's empty. What the fuck? Yeah. And I'm like, shit, like we got to come up with something. So we built Seamless using all the engineers that I worked with from IBM and Google, my network. I'm like, hey guys, I need to build this search engine that finds all the digital marketers and all the companies I need to sell to. And then, and then let's use the same type of AI technology like Watson and what Google uses for its learning algorithms on search engines to research, validate, and verify emails and cell phones for everyone in the world. We build the prototype. I go from making six figures in sales to making over a million dollars in sales in 12 months. Mm. Like, let me tell you, and I'm just starting now talking about it. I used to be scared to talk about this. Because I didn't want people to think I was egotistical. It's just then, facts, though. It's not it, anything other then, than actually what's happened. Then I realized, like, no, like, I got to tell my story because if I can empower people to, like, work their ass off, it takes a shitload of work. And then it takes, like, a lot of having the right technology and the right system and strategy to do it. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you, I, I, when, I, when I got a call from my accountant, my accountant where I worked, Chris Scafidi, she calls me. Chris calls me and she's like, Hey, you know, we, we can't pay you your commission check all at once. <laughs> you, you know, salespeople, like everyone freaks out about the commission. Like, cause yeah. you know, someone's trying to fuck with your commission all yeah. the time. Yep. And that's why p salespeople love working at Seamless. Cause they know I'm a diehard sales guy. Yeah. They know Ain't as no problems CEO, with those commissions. Nobody, <laughs> nobody here is messing with any salesperson's commission. Like they close a it. deal, they get paid. Yeah. They get the renewals. Like no yeah. one, I know, like you start messing with my commission. I, I'm out. Like I quit. So uh, yeah. Chris calls me and anytime your accounting person at your company calls you about commissions and there's an issue, you like freak out. So I literally land in Vegas for like, I think a, like a guy's party. Like it was like one of my buddies, like 
he was playing in a world poker tournament. Okay. One of my best friends was playing in a, the world poker tournament. I fly in. He's like, I got the hotel's comp. Just show up. I show up. We, we go all out. We party that day. The next day, hung over at the, uh, at the Cosmo. I'm laying at the hotel in bed. I get a call from my accountant because we flew in Thursday, partied Friday. Business yep. is still going on. I get a call. You know, it's like 12 p.m. her time, 9 a.m. my time. I'm like, fuck, I got to answer this. Yep. I pick up and she's like, yo, we got a problem with your commission. Mm. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> what have y'all done now? <laughs> I literally mute. I'm like, I told my buddy Steve, who's on the bed, like next to you. I'm like, God damn it. I swear, <laughs> fucking with my commission, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> Hung over, don't want to deal with this. And she's like, you know, if we pay you $137,000 all at once for your monthly commission, your tax, your tax off the money will be ridiculous. You'll get less than half of that. How do you want to slice it up? And I'm like, and I'm like, Chris, I'm like, you mean 13,000, right? Like, because, <laughs> you know, I, I trained my brain not to count like the deals. Mm. Like I was just so focused on like, I knew the amount of activity, activity I needed to generate. Like if I wanted yeah. to make a million dollars in sales on my W2, I needed to just do 5X the amount of required activity and like, it was so much prospecting and pitching and being on flights and pitching and closing. Yeah, you were just in it. I was so in it. Like I was so busy every day, working seven days a week, flying, pitching, prospecting, updating Salesforce, pitching, prospecting, pitching, prospecting, closing, closing, closing. Like I was doing deals every other day. Like I was so busy and every deal you make 10 to 20 to 30,000 in commission that I just didn't realize like how many deals I brought in. Yeah. And she calls me, she's like $137,000. How do you want sliced up? And I told her, I'm, I literally said, I was like, you mean like $13,790 or whatever? She's like, no, $137,000. And I sat there and like, I remember my goal of getting into sales. Like if I could just make $100,000 a year. Mm -hmm. Which is the goal for a lot of, you know, that's kind of like. That's like, dude, that's life changing. Yeah. That's life changing. $100,000 a year is life changing. And I remember like when I was 22, like, uh, this was like 23, 24. After my second company lost millions, I knew that it would be very hard for me to get back to a company like the one in poker that yeah. had that success. It was a lot of hard work, 50% hard work, 50% being in the right market yep. at the timing right time. And yep. It was all yep. hard work and timing, timing with the gambling industry. And then I tried to replicate it, failed. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. like maybe it's not replicable. So then I was selling for IBM and Google. Like IBM was just like, hey, I just want to make, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars in sales. And I remember making the first hundred thousand dollars in sales. I felt great. And I was like, man, like, what would it be like to make a half a million dollars in sales? Mm -hmm. And I was able to do that. Yeah. And then like my next goal was like, okay, what, what would it be like to make over a million dollars in sales? And when she called me, talking about $137,000 in, in commission in one month for your monthly commission. The commissions got paid 15th of the month, every month. I'm getting the call for my 15th, $137,000. Jeez. I, I'm laying at the Cosmopolitan on the bed. <laughs> and I literally, this is Friday. I still have two to three days to go in Vegas, which is yeah, dangerous right? with that oh, type of money. God. I'm laying in bed and I start, like, it's this overwhelming feeling of like, like happiness and stress mm. and excitement. And like, it's 
I, I, I literally felt like all my hard work for the past four to five years had paid off like studying and learning yes. and being obsessed with sales and like started to get a little tear eyed. Like oh, I'm first sure thing I did. I, yeah, dude. I mean, dude, like the emotions that you go through, like, dude, I, I get a little, I get a little emotional talking yeah. about it. Like, no, I love it because, um, you know, when that happened, I realized like I could do anything in this world. If like I go all in on, on the technology, like seamless was 50% of being able to do that. The other 50%, like, cause seamless gave me all the leads, mm-hmm. all the contacts, companies, email, cell phones, and insights instantly for everyone I need to sell to. So I could prospect these marketers, thousands of them in seconds and have everyone where my, my competitor, like my peers we're only able to prospect and sell to 10 to 20 people. I'm selling to hundreds of people yeah. a day versus yeah. 10 to 20. Because and now this tool, yeah, this, yeah, this it was like my secret yeah. weapon. Right. Yeah. So like, I, like I put in all this time and money into building seamless and it was my secret prototype, like my secret weapon at my at selling for Google mm-hmm. that allowed me to get to the hundred thousand dollars in one month sales commission, plus the hard work of studying and mastering sales. To where like it was finally market validation that my hard work building this stupid platform and like, cause I was pouring hundreds of thousands of dollars into building this prototype just for me to yeah. sell more. Yeah. I, I never had a plan of giving seamless to fucking anyone <laughs> because like, like my quota was a million dollars. I was doing 10 million and my peers are doing a million or less than a million. I'm doing 10. I yeah. have a job for life Yep, and I could make a million dollars. And I, I was so purpose driven on helping these advertisers. Yeah. Like I had this mindset belief that when I was selling an advertiser, if they did not go with me and my company, if they went with Microsoft instead of advertising with Google, if they went with advertising with Yahoo versus Google, they would lose their jobs, be on the streets, they did get divorced, and they would fucking be bankrupt and on the streets and they may kill themselves. Yeah. Because like I just had this belief that the outcome, if they didn't go with our solution, because I did not do a good enough job of showcasing the value, the return, the benefits, the desired outcomes, their life-changing transformation, if I could not explain to them and convey that like I needed to, for them to, to go with us, I was literally limiting their success and their outcome would be like horrendous. Yeah. And, and I think with sales development and with outside sales, like one secret there, you have to be fucking all in. If you love Mercedes, like I love Mercedes, like, you know, I had a Mercedes convertible hard top, like when I was 18, like I love Mercedes. Like I'm just a Mercedes guy. If I go and sell for fucking Kia or BMW or Lexus, I'm lying to myself. Like I know, like Straight whatever up. you're all in on, you got to go all in. And even if you're not all in on the deal, I wasn't all in on IBM Interactive. I, I never thought that I loved sales. Like after I lost millions with my second company, I was like, I need to get out of selling. I need to get out of entrepreneurship. And then I realized I'm, I'm quitting. I'm the problem. Yeah. I need to fucking step up, not quit and, and master. What did I not know that helped like cause me to be a failure? Yeah. Sales development. SDRs, AEs, you need to fucking, if you're not sold on your product, but you really like it, you need to, you need to master how to be obsessed with your product. So you yeah. feel going into the deal. 
if, if it truly provides value, if you're, if you're selling snake oil, get the fuck out. You'll never be successful. It will destroy your brand. It will destroy your image. No one will trust you and you'll probably go to jail. Yeah. That's what the snake oil, uh, Murdoff and all these guys, the fire (laughs) festival guy. Uh, what's his fucking name? I don't even know. Uh, To be honest with you, I can't think of his name. Yeah, the fire festival fire guy, festival this guy. Yeah. you know, Jordan Belfort, like all these guys, you know, the snake oil stuff. And I've got a lot of respect for Jordan I, um, because he was able to generate hundreds of millions of dollars, not that yeah. he scammed people. Well, and also but, his second half story is, 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 oh, is, yeah. You know, I, the, the fact that you could sell hundreds of millions of dollars in deals, that's what yeah. I study. Yeah. I don't study the scamming, yep. I study the how did you sell so much in such large quantities? And that's that open mindset. Yep. 99% of fucking people out there will look at Jordan and be like, he's a scam artist. I don't want anything to do with him. I'm trying to find the out. 1 million, 10 million, yep. billion dollar fucking nugget yep. that could take it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that, Brandon, because you know your entire story is really just about having an open mind, trusting, believing uh, in a process that, that you can get behind. And you know, as I look at the clock here, I want to make sure. So we've come all this way through your career to yeah. where you've built this platform that enabled you to become this wildly successful individual contributor as a salesperson. Talk to us about what Seamless.ai has become. And Yeah, totally. So, so when I made that $100,000 in one month, what, and I, I was sitting, sitting on the bed at the Cosmo, I got this overwhelming feeling where I'm like, I have to quit selling for Google. Mm. Literally, like, fucking hit me. Yeah. Like, like with a brick wall. <laughs> I was always a purpose-driven servant seller for my yeah. customer, for my employees. Like, I believe, like, I had to win the deal for the customer and I also for my employees. Like, Jake Phillips, who joined me selling for Google and selling for IBM. Like, Jake and I, who are partners, and Blake and Mike, we went to the same places everywhere, which is yeah. crazy. But I remember I would sit there and I'd be like, Jake, Greg, if I don't close this deal, they may not provide, be able to pay for, for food for their family. They may not be able to take their kids to private schools or college or whatever they got to do. Because I was always like, I just had a girlfriend and I n- never had like a lot of materialism things. I was very minimalistic after I lost everything I owned yeah. um, with my second company to where my, I was a servant seller for my team and for my customers. And then like, Right when I made $100,000 in one month, I'm like, fuck, I got to help every salesperson out there do this. Mm. And instead of keeping this product, my secret weapon, <laughs> fuck it. I'm going to give it to, to the world. Yeah. And if I could help a million people make a million dollars, I will get wealthy somehow doing that. If yep. I could help a billion people connect to opportunity faster than ever before, I will get rich, whether it's emotionally, physically, spiritually with my network or financially like you positively impact a billion people like things (laughs) opportunities will come your way even if it's not financial yeah Um, so i i i i got back from vegas i told my girlfriend danielle at the time i'm like hey we need to go all in on building this so my company became you know the google and the search agency fathom they became customers of the software before I quit. So I they asked it. me, hey, how are you generating 10X the amount of quota that our reps are doing? I'm like, hey, it's because of Seamless. I sell them licenses. Then people it. in my ad tech network are like, how the fuck are you crushing it? Because I'd, I'd kill them in the, in the um, 
in the quotes and the bids and they just saw me everywhere and everyone's working with Brandon and this company. I was like, hey, well, I use this product called Seamless and I sold them licenses while I'm still employed. Mm. So then I pitched the, the company to invest in Seamless. They say, no, we just only do search advertising. So then I go all in on Seamless. I quit my job and, um, you know, just realize like, hey, my mission is to positively impact a billion people, empower the world to connect to opportunity. Seamless is a, is, delivers the world's best sales leads. It's the only real-time search engine that will find every single person in the world that you need to sell to today with the current titles at the current companies. And we use AI to research, validate, and verify email, cell phones, and insights using our 10-step AI engine. I worked with all the Google engineers, the IBM engineers, and engineers in my network to literally, we research across a billion social profiles looking for the emails and cell phones. We search across hundreds of millions of websites called WebAI, looking for the emails and cell phones of everyone that you need to sell to. We search the prospect's website. If you need to sell to Marketo, Seamless will go to Marketo.com instantly, search the whole website, looking for the emails and cell phones of these people, find it and tell it and give it to you. We also send a virtual email to the email server validating is the email correct or not. We search uh, hundreds of thousands of news sites instantly in real time. And then our users also give us information about, hey, is this accurate, not accurate? They help nice. make the platform smarter. So yeah. this 10-step AI engine, when I was selling for Google and IBM, I would do all this stupid shit, right? Like it takes, takes hundreds of hours to build your list. Copying yeah. and pasting from the web, from LinkedIn, from the prospect's website. So I automated this search engine that would find everyone in real time that you need to sell to. Then you, we would, all of us would use all these hacky tools and research and millions of websites scouring for emails and phone numbers for these people. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you could send an email to the prospect. You could search on social. You could search on the web. You could search on the website. You could search, you know, having users help tell you what's accurate, what's not accurate. Like I basically figured out every single way that you could find and research anyone's emails and phone numbers. And we automated it using artificial intelligence and made it so that it instantly researches everything in real time. Yeah. So now, you know, using that platform again, like built a, you know, now we've got 30,879 companies on the platform, uh, mm -hmm. SaaS companies, software salespeople, marketers, entrepreneurs, uh, we've generated nearly a billion dollars in sales for our, our companies and, and our users. And, you know, I'm excited to say this third venture, we finally, you know, we're, we're doing millions in sales and, you know, we're, we're on a mission to do a million dollars in sales every single day. Because if we do that, our mission is to, to, to positively impact a billion people. Yeah. And if we're doing $365 million in revenue a year, that means that we are delivering three, five, 10X the value to the customers and the users. So I truly believe if we're doing a million dollars in sales a day, first off, that was never like a goal of mine. Like my, my goal was to make $100,000 a year. Mm. Then it, I made $100,000 in a month. And then I, <laughs> I made a, a, over a million dollars in sales as a software salesperson. Yeah. And like, then my goal with launching Seamless was like, I want to positively impact a, a, a billion people. And I wanted to do a million dollars in sales and then $10 million in sales. And I'm like, I'm thinking too small. I want to do a million dollars a day in sales. I've never thought of doing that before. And just this year, I'm like, no, that's the goal. This is a million dollars in sales a goal. day. Yeah, no, I love it, Brandon. And look, this is, um, it's just right up in oh, line with we, how you've done everything. We right? got to back it up to, do you want to know how Grant Cardone gets into this picture though? Yes. Yeah. Well, let's, this so, is perfect.
perfect because this is I, we, so, we have to wrap up here so let's yeah bring, yeah so so in. seamless right so so i quit uh i i quit selling for google and um i use seamless to connect with all these sales authors just I literally just sent them an email like Anthony Ianarino, Grant Cardone, Trish mm -hmm. Petruzzi, Joe Conrath, all these authors I reach out to. I'm like, hey, I just wanted to say that you, you helped me become a millionaire salesperson. Thank you so much. Like I literally sent like 50 personalized emails to some of the top authors that have made a big impact on me. Because yep. using Seamless plus all the right sales system and the right sales strategy taught by all these authors, Keith Rosen, uh, Stu Heineke, uh, Art Skobjak, I mean, Mark Hunter, like yeah. Weinberg, all, all the top sales authors, they, they literally like virtually mentored me. Mm -hmm. I sent out an email to Jared and Grant using, I use Seamless to get their contact info. Yep. And I, and I sent out an email and, and Grant gets back to me and he's like, this was like, I was, I was uh, 29. So okay. I was 29 at the time. I left selling for Google. And this was still before anyone knew who fucking Grant was. No one knew who he was. Yeah, yeah. Which was awesome. He's like, hey, I'd love to, to have you in because you're a B2B salesperson. I don't know of any B2B salespeople uh, that are trying to study what we're doing and applying it. So I fly in like the next day. It's wow. like, hey, come out here, meet with us. I fly in and I didn't realize it, but they, they, they were like, kind of like, like just hearing about my story. And I told them my story about how I, I took a lot of what they taught and, and a lot of all, all of these sales authors, what they taught. And I became a su successful ad tech exec salesperson. Yeah. And they're like, on this spot, you know, after, after we interviewed, that was the first time I was on video, by the way. Wow. Scared shitless. Wow. Scared shitless. Oh, actually, no, I was still selling for actually Google. That's why I was scared. So this was actually probably a year before quitting. Okay. I was still employed. And like, I was thinking about quitting and going all in, like I, I'm getting some of the timing messed up a little bit, but you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I was still employed, but I was thinking about quitting to go full-time on Seamless. Mm -hmm. Grant flies me out. I meet with Grant and Jared. First time I, I'm on camera. By the way, Grant's got camera guys following him fucking everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's doing something that's different. Yeah. That's interesting to me. And it's Grant Cardone, somebody that you just, you know, have idolized. followed and idolized. idolized. Like it was, it was literally like, I, like I looked up to him, like he was like a father figure that mentored me because yeah. of the 10X mindset. Like, yep. Yep. And the way that you felt out. like he didn't make you feel like an outcast. Awkward. Yeah. I felt like a leopard my whole life mm -hmm, yeah. and he helped me not feel fucking weird. Yep. Um, so, so he flies me out. I meet with him. First time I'm on video, literally walk in the room. I'm meeting him. I'm so excited to connect with him. And he's got three video guys. Hey, have the video guys come in here. Oh. I'm like, I'm employed. I took a day off. They don't <laughs> even know I'm in Miami on a Friday. <laughs> like, I can't be on camera. What are you going to do with this? I don't want to talk about like how I made over a million dollars in sales because I don't want my other colleagues to get like jealous. Yeah. I didn't want the, There's a the, lot my to think about there. Yeah. I didn't want my coworkers to be like, what I hate douche. Brandon because he's <laughs> making so much money. I don't want to support him anymore. Yeah, so yeah. Grant gets this shit on video and I'm like, I was telling him about the, you know, how I became a, a multi-million dollar software salesperson in ad tech, applying like a lot of what he taught. And like, then he had the video guys come in and I'm like, oh fuck, I can't say any of that. I was like, okay, I, hey Grant, like I love you, but I, I got to bring down the numbers. I don't want like my colleagues to hate me, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I literally, I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I was able to get to like 
pretty much a half a million dollars in sales, like when I knew I made over a mil. Um, and, um, you know, that was the first time I was on video. So that day, he offers me a six-figure job to run his ad network, TV network. Wow. So this was right when they launched the TV network. Yeah. So Grant Cardone TV just came out like a week before I fly out there. Right on the spot, him and Sherry are like, yo, 100,000 job offer, 10% commission, you'll make half a mil to mil. I'm like, well, dude, I'm already making a mil. That's a pay cut. He's like, yeah, first year, you'll probably make half a mil. Next year, you'll probably make 1.2. Third year, you'll probably make two mil. Running our TV network. You know ads. You're the guy to do it. Let's roll. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. I was just coming out here for like a <laughs> testimony. Like A, to meet a mentor. B, to give you testimonial. Yeah. I'm like, I get to work with my mentor. Um, and, and then I flew back home from Miami and I told my fiance, and we're like, okay, we've got two options here. We could go all in on, on building CBUS.ai or we could sell for go and, and build the TV network with Grant. Those were like my only two options that I was looking at. I, it was either go all in on my company or work for a mentor of mine yeah. um, who I thought was going to do big things. And, um, you know, we sat back and we're just like, if I go, I'm 29 at the time. Grant launched his thing at the age of 29. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I, I, I literally like told myself, I was like, what would GC do? WWGC. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the guy was selling for another sales trainer and went all in on his own thing at 29. Yep. Grant's like crazy, kind of like how I am. Like I'm all in crazy on just like different people, different mindsets. Like I'm, I'm crazy about positively impacting a billion people. He's crazy about like driving sales for his platform. Yeah. Um, to where he wouldn't let you like go work for him. And then on the nights and weekends, go build a software yeah. company. Yeah. To be honest, There's in. no fucking yeah. way that's happening. Yeah. No way. So, so I you knew you had to, I knew it was either I take Grant's job and I shut down seamless or use it as my secret prototype while I'm selling for Grant and then try to figure out how to spin it up and build it. Yeah. Seamless was just a prototype. It had no front end. Like I still had to write code to have it go out and find all the people and the emails and the phone numbers. Like you had to do code queries. <laughs> and my fiance and I were like, we were 50% ready to head to Miami and go sell, build this TV network. And we're like, you know what? I, I told, I actually told my fiance, I'm going to hire a salesperson to sell seamless while I go sell oh, for grant. Yeah. And she's like, fuck no. My fiance says, fuck no. <laughs> You're the best salesperson in the world that I know. We, we got to turn down the opportunity. We got to go all in on Seamless. I know you don't want to become an entrepreneur again, mm -hmm. but this is different than this in mobile. Yeah. This, like, You're the best salesperson in the world. You became a multimillionaire in sales because of this platform. If you take it and you help other people do the exact same thing that you've done, it will change your life forever. They will be successful. You will be successful. We got to go all in. And I literally texted Grant and Jared. I told him like, look, I, I, I really appreciate the offer. I can't, can't move forward with it. They, of course, rebuttaled, try to sell me hard on moving <laughs> out there, it. taking it. I and I, rebutt I told them no again. They came back hard trying to close me to take the job offer. I, we declined it again. Then I sold Grant and he became a customer. So Boom. I sold Grant, his whole team became customers of Seamless. I love I'm it. Like, I'm like, dude, like, there's got to be a silver lining. Like, 
Yeah. Now I sold Grant, like Grant, hey, look, you're going to build this TV network. You need to contact all the advertisers. You need to find all the marketing people at the advertisers. I was writing the six-figure checks on these shitty databases that had no one that you needed to sell to. Dude, CMOS has the platform to give you every single lead that you need to sell to, to sell ad space on your TV network that you need to build. Boom, licenses purchased. I love it. I'm like, fucking done, dude. I'm it. like, I'm going all in. And then it took two and a half, three years to build the product full time. And yeah. I almost went bankrupt three fucking times building it. But now it's amazing. It's the world's best sales leads platform. You are one list away from making over six figures in sales a year. You are one list away from becoming a millionaire salesperson. You are one list away from the marriage you want, the life you want, the things you want, everything in life that you want as a salesperson. You are one list away from making it a reality. And my mission, my goal is to help you build that list sell to those people and make all of your goals, dreams, a reality as fast as humanly possible. And that's what seamless.ai does. I and love you can it. Join Brandon. for free. Yeah. Look, uh, this is, uh, been... half this shit I've never told to the world, dude. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, this has been, uh, not only just inspiring to hear your story, but it's very interesting to find out some things that even I, somebody that kind of has followed your journey, uh, didn't know, but, Look, really quickly, 30 seconds or less, uh, as we get to the end of the hour here, what is a sales tip that a salesperson listening to this can go back to their desk and use immediately? Yeah, yeah. so uh, you can, yep. Oh yeah, were you rolling that whole time? Awesome, perfect. So this is easy. I, I believe to, to like, we've got a seven figure sales system and uh, because I'm obsessed, I, I want as many salespeople to generate $100,000 in sales commissions in one month like I did. I want them to become a, a million dollar sales producer. It takes a lot of hard work. Like I believe it comes down to four things. Leads, like figure out the million dollar sales math. So what is, if I wanna make a million dollars in sales, not selling a million dollars worth of product or service, I'm talking about income, W2. Yep. What, what do you need to make? So put a million dollars on the top of your Excel sheet. Then put the average commission. So let's just say if it's, if it's $100,000, that means you need to sell 10 deals. Yep. Okay. And then how many leads does it take to book the appointments to book the deals? So I would take the deals and then what's your, your conversion rate from close one to meeting held? What's your conversion rate from meeting held to meeting booked? And then how many leads does it take to get the meeting booked to meeting held to, to closed one? So figure out the million dollar math and identify how many leads that you need every single day to generate a million dollars. What I did to make over a million dollars a year in sales was I multiplied it by five. Mm. So if it told me I needed to prospect 50 people a day, I was prospecting 250 leads a day. So if it said yeah. research 50 leads a day and prospect 50 leads, I was like, okay, I'm going to multiply it by five. I have to do 250 a day. And then to, so now you've got the lists. You've got the list to hit your million dollar math. I, I truly believe we underestimate everything. The math, everything underestimates everything by three to five X. Yep. So like, okay, multiply by five, done. Research all of those lists, build those lead lists every single day, fill the funnel. Second is content. You have to write out all of your content in advance. Your call scripts, your voicemail scripts, your email scripts, your social selling scripts, your video scripts, your objection handling scripts. I'm not interested. No budget. I need to talk to someone. Send me more information. Call me back later. It's not a good time. Already working with someone. It's too expensive. Yeah, I'm not the right person. 
in a Google Doc, write out all of your call scripts, your voicemail scripts, your email scripts, your social scripts, your video scripts, your text scripts, your sales objection scripts, your follow-up scripts, and become obsessed with writing the best copy for those scripts as humanly possible. I wrote 12 books on this called The Seven Figure Sales System. If you go to Amazon, you can buy all the books. Mm. I, do it on your own. Like write out the scripts. So you need the lists, then you need the content, and then you need the activity. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Stop <laughs> making excuses and execute, execute, execute. I love it. If you're not winning, it's because of you. If you're not closing enough opportunities and appointments, it's because of you. You're not doing enough activity or your content sucks or your list suck. If you don't have enough appointments, if your calendar is not filled forever, it's because you're not doing something with the lists, the content, or the activity. It's one of the three buckets easy enough. Brandon Bornanson, you were on fire today. I, I expected absolutely nothing less. Uh, and, and with that, I'm going to end episode 32 of the Lunch Break podcast with Brandon Bornanson. Thanks so much for coming on, man.